0: What's really good? Point two point two FM While well, Talking Podcast. It is a Toy Justice Shari, and today I am hitting you guys at two thirty in the morning on a Friday morning, and I wanted to catch up with you because you guys and my family, um, it's been really rough, and so this episode is an episode of me just really telling you why I went on the highest and what's really going on with me like so yeah <laughs> it's mad early in the morning so my voice does sound different to you if it does it's cause it's mad early and I took me a little walking what the mean and just try to relax because I've just been feeling so crazy hella crazy all right, so yeah, I'm gonna take a short bristle. I'm gonna talk to you guys in a minute. You are now listening to point two point two SM Walls Talking Podcast with your host, the victorious Latoya Justice Shari, and your co-host King. Nas Thank you for listening You'll get everything On this podcast What is really good Point two point two FM I hope you guys are doing safe It's good my Beasley fam Um Lately, I've been trying to figure out who I am, and it's been a lot of occurrences of me just rebranding and putting stuff out there just to figure out what would be the next thing. So in this episode, it's just me talking to you guys. That's what it is. I'm not trying to figure out what this episode is going to be about. I'm just going to talk, and that's what I'm going to do from now on just talk because at the end of the day I feel like I've been trying so hard to figure out what the heck this show is supposed to be about for me I just really love talking and I really love talking to people and getting to know people even though I am an introvert extrovert I still really do care about people and love them and want to know what they're doing and i I just want to be a better person and help people. Like, I don't know how to do it. I don't know what to do. I don't know what my goal is for life, as you can see. But I'm just a person praying that each day I can get better. And lately, it feels like all that stuff has been stagnant. I don't know if you've ever been through a point in your life where you feel like everything is just happening at once. And then they pile COVID-19 on top of that. Well, I mean, I don't know. Have you you ever felt like during this crisis, like everything is happening at once right now? Like you feel like, oh my God, like I got to teach the kids. Oh my God. (laughs) Like, when am I going to go back to work? (laughs) Or, you know, oh my God, like I'm starting a new business or I'm trying to figure out why did I stop doing this? Like with me, I'm really trying to figure out why did I stop drawing? Why did I stop writing? Why did I stop writing poetry? Why did I stop trying to write stories? Why did I stop doing a lot of things? And I think it's evident it was because of hurt, pain. Pain can make you stop doing a lot of things. And when something's so traumatic, It just stops you. I mean, for me, I was really stopping doing stuff, doing things because of the fact that I wanted to protect something that was really sacred to me. It's just like, you know, trying to stop letting your kids go play with certain people because they bully them or they're rude or they're mean, or you, know, you just don't want them to behave like them. It's just the nature of protection, but sometimes you have to realize that you just have to do stuff and and things will work out the right way if you have prepared for it to work out for the right way and I just started really doing things. I wonder if you guys are out there like learning new languages. <laughs> or like picking up a new hobby, got you a new side hustle, you know what I'm saying? And I think it's not something that you just all of a sudden decided to do. This is These are things that I think that people really wanted to do genuinely, but when the pandemic happened and you had a bunch of time and there were no excuses and, you know, because being... The person that has to get up every day and get your kids ready, even if you're a stay-at-home mom, is still a tedious job. Even if your kids go to school around the corner, because it's still time-consuming, you know what I'm saying? You've got to get the kids ready, you got to make sure you know, they have breakfast, because sometimes they don't eat breakfast in school, sometimes they don't eat lunch in school, sometimes they just wing it the whole day and come home and eat like savages or sometimes they eat all day at school and maybe they're picky or maybe they eat everything at school and then they come home and still eat like savages because maybe they don't feel nervous enough I don't know but it is crazy and then doing homework with them all that stuff used to be just normal things that you're like oh god this is a lot and now you're like oh my god I got to go teach these little jokers or something. (laughs) I got to, you know, find stuff to do. And it's really good though, but it is new for me in a lot of ways because even though I am a substitute teacher, even though I do do homework with my kids, it's new for me because I'm doing this while I'm doing other things. And I'm pretty sure a lot of other parents are doing this too. You're like, okay, let's get the kids work done. Let's teach them. Let's go through their videos and lessons and their meetings and Google Meets or Zoom meetings, whatever you guys have. My kids have Google Meets and you have like a whiteboard or some type of makeshift classroom going on in your kitchen area or your living room I mean let's be real you know what I'm saying that's what I got going on like you know I got a whole <laughs> I got a whole classroom in my kitchen like literally turned the kitchen table like the kitchen table went from being hidden under boxes for several months To being like used very rarely because people kept coming in our house. Um, And I think they're done now, but I don't know. I think as of this week, they're done this week, but they might not be. So (laughs) we'll see. But anyway, it went from that to being like now, like literally a whole classroom, like their desk now, like we don't even use it to eat on. They might put a drink on it, but I started like this arts and crafts. Project on my kitchen table, which hopefully it will be in my next YouTube video. Can't tell you when that's coming to Aragon because in section two of this podcast, we will go through why I actually took a hiatus. Right now, it's just an, a mellow introductory of what's been going through my head lately. So, anyway. So it went from that to being a classroom table. And so we have a makeshift classroom and then we have what I like to call in the living room, like some type of, I guess, an office slash art room slash music room slash podcast rooms. It's just a creative space, literally the living room creative space. And then I have like some stuff set up in Henry and I's bedroom um, for my writing, um, so I can like work on my book, you know, and my editing. But I brought my book up into the classroom, then <laughs> the classroom, y'all, <laughs> the classroom because I want to edit while Franny's like sometimes Francesca and Nas are working on assignments where they don't need me to actually help them sometimes, like because Franny and Sean do need a lot of help with assignments, but sometimes when they do the videos or when they're doing their iReady reading or math or when they're doing an assignment that they actually know how to do by themselves, I can go ahead and edit, or maybe I'm working with another thing, you know, cooking or cleaning. So I'm trying to like balance it out. Cause when Harry comes home, I want to give him attention. I don't want to just be going on and doing another thing unless he's doing something like playing video games or fishing. So that's what's been going on with that. And I'm pretty sure a lot of families have, like, their balancing act. I mean, you've got to balance. You can't just do the kids all day and not do nothing for yourself. Whether it be watching your favorite TV shows, whether it be going out, it's, you got to balance that. And then because of the fact that we are constantly trying to keep ourselves inside, I feel like it's important for us to find some way to exercise. That's coming from me, (laughs) but yeah, somehow, and so I literally have created some type of recess for the kids, but, you know, it's winter, so I'm trying to balance that recess inside or outside, do some arts and crafts, but I also, we also have a little park by the house, and then, even though we live in an apartment, I do call the little area in back of our house, because we live you Know in a place where there's a little space, and so I call it, you know, our backyard because I'm like, yo, let's go to the backyard, <laughs> just go to the backyard. <laughs> we don't have a yard, just go to the backyard, just go to the side yard. <laughs> go and then when we, when they go in the corridor, when they go in their hallway, I'm like, yo, just go in the front yard. <laughs> <coughs> 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 Just go in the front yard. (laughs) Like, I'm literally tripping, (laughs) y'all. But, yeah. So, I'm going to take a short bristle. (laughs) Because I'm tripping. And I need to hurry up and do this. Because I need to take my bubba to sleep before Henry gets up anyway. So, I'm going to take a bristle and go into the second part. You know what I'm saying? So, what is good? We are back. So, this is the second part of this Episode and in this episode, which is 163, I really wanted to just update you guys because literally I have had and am going through, and that's a, a real mental breakdown for some reason. Break, break down, steady, bring me on down. Seriously, though, like I don't know what the heck is going on with these triggers. But every time I look at my biological family's page, um, it freaks me out. And then recently I've had an issue that happened that triggered me heavy into like a severe panic attacks. Um, and then it went from there to having a conversation with my sister while I'm having panic attacks every day, severe anxiety attacks. Migraines staying up all night, freaking out, crying, but not every night, just you know when it first started, I was crying, but then I was having severe anxiety attacks and freaking out. then I w- went on the whim on a whim, and this is why I know i I'd have messed up it I felt like I was watching um the I forget what that movie is called. But I feel like when he was like, you know, you don't mess up now, you know, you don't mess up. Like I literally messed up, y'all. I messed up you guys so bad. It was ridiculous. Like a big, I backslided. <laughs> I feel, I feel like, I I feel like it was a backslide because I knew, I knew that I wasn't going to like be able to handle this, but I didn't anyway. So I hit up my sister you know, and was like, what's up, sis? That's not what I said. But I was like, what's good? And she's talking to me and we're having good conversations and everything. And the next thing you know, she's like, I'm coming to Georgia. Run me your address. And I was like, And so she said something else, and so I tried to divert to that conversation because I'm like, yo, I really don't want to give her my address, and just for, just, just to put y'all up, <clears throat> this is my sister. I am adopted, just in case you don't know, which you should if you watch the, listen to the podcast. But if you don't know, um, I was adopted. I've never met or well, I didn't meet my biological sisters at all and I never knew them. until so I found them two years ago, thankfully, to me doing some real hard research, like just skip tracing, if you will, <laughs> um, to find them. Because I was really looking for my biological father, but I wound up finding them. And I found a lot of my biological family on my father's side. And so that's that. So I had never met them because, number one, I didn't think I could handle it. Like mentally, it was hard meeting all the family and then going through all that craziness. And it was I'm talking about when I say it's hard, like I'm like I'm literally compressing all the. Pains and crap that I've been through in my life, and then coming through them now, and it's just wearing me out. Like literally, like, like usually it, I like usually, like just I'm usually the person who just holds it in. Like sometimes I may feel the emotions then, but it's usually because it's triggered by some other emotion um but anyway I just really suppressed a lot of emotions so when my sister hit me up talking about my song what's your address I was like oh I don't want to give it to her but I was like fudge. so I tried to look up you know how far it would be and realizing it wasn't that far away so I was like oh crap so then I was like bump it you know I was like fine even after me trying to avoid it I finally Gave her my address and we talked or whatever about it. And then she was like, Well, I might be coming over, I might not. I'm like, Crap. I was like, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> I'm really not ready for this. So she was supposed to come between Friday and Saturday, but I knew possibly she was leaving on Sunday, so I knew she could leave Sunday. So she didn't come Friday. And that was the week of Franny's birthday, my daughter. So she didn't come Saturday. So I was like, thank God. So I was like, Sunday, I was like, yo, why'd she show up with my other sister? Because she lives in Georgia, and I've never met her. Like, she live an hour away, and I've never met her. And I know that they think that it's because I'm just like, yo, I don't want to meet you. But it's because mentally, I can't handle it. I've been having real issues with that shit. It's been hard. It's helped me. It feels like I'm literally talking to ghosts from my past because every time I reach back there and try to make it like how it should have been, I realized that the person that was going to have that type of life is dead. Like when my birth mother gave me up for adoption, she gave me up literally. And like, it was like, I split into a twin and like the Melissa Bonita Davis that I was born as died. And then Latoya Sheree Johnson was born, but I've struggled with that identity too, because of all the history that I went through with my bi with my adopted father and my adopted mother, so it's like literally birthing another person who is less Latoya Justice Shari. working on my identity right now and that's why i'm going through this mental crisis and it's a lot it's a lot and my sisters don't understand that because even though it is a lot to find your biological family i mean you biological to talk to your biological father they've known their biological father their whole lives they've known him their whole lives they may have not had the best relationship but they know who he is and they're finding their their sisters and cut finding cousins and aunts but like i said they they had some type of relationship. Whereas me, I didn't. With someone in their biological family, I didn't. And they weren't killed off. It's like a whole fucking thing that I'm going through. Sorry, you guys, for cursing, but I really feel myself right now. And I don't feel bad for cursing because this is who I am. I just, I have moments of just being pure, straight, just business. And sometimes I just really feel it. Like, because it's a real feeling. I'm really feeling hurt. And I don't know how to express it in words. So that's why I'm coming off with the with the swearing because I don't know what to say. It's really hard. And I try to express myself to my sisters, but they don't understand. A lot of people don't understand that. And I don't just break it down because sometimes people don't want to hear that. Sometimes people don't want to hear it because they feel like you're just giving them an excuse. They feel like, oh, so she's just giving me another reason why she can't do it. And after a while, it's like, I don't want to hear that. I want to see her. And the problem is, is naturally, as human beings, we think about our feelings first. And then we think about other people's feelings. I try, my goal with everything that I do is to think about the other person's feelings as well as mine and try to keep them first, especially when it's a sensitive subject. But sometimes I do get selfish. I mean, I am a human. Everybody gets selfish about something. Even if you do something for a great reason, you might do it so you can feel good, you know, and sometimes you may purely do that, but you do get a benefit. You know, of feeling good or feeling like you've done the right thing. Well, in this particular situation, when I met my sisters, which was, it was beautiful. I mean, my sisters are gorgeous. They're smart, sophisticated people. They're everything I wanted them to be. Except for the fact that I was not in a good headspace. And even though I met them and I was happy, and I think they expected me to cry and be all emotional and tearing, I wasn't like that. Because... I felt like I already knew them all along and it wasn't like I was I wasn't I didn't want to disappoint them. I wanted to be good. But it was kind of like tied to when I see them, I think about my biological mother. Even though they're my father's kids, even though they're not tied to my biological mother. My biological mother probably has never even met them before in her life when she was living. But I do know That the women in my life are tied to my biological mother or a mother figure. Because I've been searching for that my whole life. And the men in my life are tied to my father. Like, even with my son and my daughter, I always put that. And the most important relationships I do have, to be honest with you, are my son my daughter and my spouse; those are the most important relationships. But still, they're somehow tied to my parents, because there is that longing and that need, and there is that longing and need to fit in with my biological family. But I know that I'm so different because I grew up differently. Not just because of that I grew up; a lot of my family members stayed pretty much in the same area until maybe, and maybe when they got became adults. But I moved around a lot, not just because my adopted father was in the military, but because he died. And then I moved with my adoptive mother and she moved around a few times. And so that's what happened with me. You know, that's, you know, and so I'm so used to, like, being able to turn on and off relationships. It's not that I want to. I want a long-lasting relationship. The longest relationships I have with my son, my daughter, and my spouse, where we really see each other every day. And that's why those are the most important relationships. That's why I link it to them because I didn't have that with my real parents or my, or my adoptive parents. You know what I'm saying? That's just how it is for me. It's weird, but it is what it is. For It's weird for somebody else who didn't go through what I went through, but it's what it is. That's where I stand. And I feel good to say this because I've been struggling with these feelings all week long, all last week, all the week before. And it's been a lot and I'm still going through it. So I know that I'm not going to be doing consistent podcasts, but you guys are my family and I love y'all. And I feel like it's important that I should say this to you guys. Um, not just because it's been on my heart, but because I want to let you know what's going on. It's going to take some time to get over this. Because when I met them, it felt like I was grieving over a lost one. It felt like, it felt like meeting them was so beautiful, but it also felt like I was grieving over the person that died that could have known her for myself. And it also felt like I was grieving over sisters that I lost because I could have been in Newark and met my sister Miranda. And I could, and a lot of people are like, well, why, why, you know, why, you know, because my brother Muhammad You know, when I used to talk to him, he'd be like, well, why, you know, you even thinking about that? Like, could have been and would have been. But then he would say, well, you, well, you know, your mother would have been. And it's like, it's not like that. I'm grieving over what's really happening now. What's really happening now is I don't have a mother to see. And she didn't want to see me. And I didn't have that relationship with my sister. And I am awkward towards them because they want. Something that I'm not. And they want me to be in a place in my life that I'm not. And I don't have a very good relationship with my sisters like I want them to be. Because I'm so caught up in healing and taking care of my own journey. And when I talk to them, I'm always literally working on something else and with my kids or my spouse or with my own life and sometimes I tend to not tell them what I'm doing not because I want to be selfish but because I don't want to always come to them and sound like I'm either boastful or giving excuses like I literally don't want to do that I love them and I care about them very much but I'm in a place in my life where I realize you got to carpe diem and see the day you know it's it's I don't want to be not doing what I love. Like I've always been a person who does stuff and tries to move forward. And even when I fall back or I suppress stuff, I try to get back on the road and move forward so I can be happy. Like my goal is to be happy. My goal is for my family to be happy. And I think, you know, I'm not saying that my sisters wouldn't make me happy. I'm saying I'm so different. I'm so different. Like my sisters would be just, they're so like, even on my flyest day, even if right now I was at my ideal weight and I had my ideal amount of just whatever I need to do with my career and financially, I still know like I'm the type of person that will wear some sweatpants. <laughs> yeah, you know like I will wear a dress and some sneaks. <laughs> some sneaks. Like, I don't wear heels. I would wear them in the house because if I leave out the house, I'm busting my behind. Like, it's just, it's gonna happen. There's nothing else to it. I'm gonna, but I'll I wear some clogs, though. You know what I'm saying? I might one day, but not right now. It'd have to be, like, a celebration. Like, I got to my ideal weight and I kept it all for, like, five years type of crap. Like, it wouldn't be, like, just something that would happen, like, on a daily basis because, <laughs> I'm literally clumsy. Like, I literally walk into the wall. I've literally walked into the wall while I was walking, doing my exercise today, three times. I have, at least. That's at least. Probably did way more than that, though, honestly. So, I'm just that person. I'm clumsy. I'm, I'm nerdy. Like, I'm geeky. Like, I love what I love and I like what I like. Like, my favorite TV shows are some of the reasons why I've learned a lot of things about pop culture, (laughs) like, like, I just do what I do, and I don't want someone to come in, because this is my home, this is my peaceful place, I don't want someone to come in and not intentionally cause chaos in my life, but they will, and it's not because they're trying to, it's because they don't understand that It's fucking traumatic for me. It was traumatic. It was hard, man. It was really, really, really hard. Like, when they left, I'm still crying every day, every morning, every day, crying about this, you know. And it's a beautiful moment, but it was tainted because it's hard. It literally grieving over myself and my biological mother and the life I could have had. It's hard. Like, I never, like, I'm trying to deal with all these emotions from all these different stories in my life. And I, I guess that's why I've been trying to work so much, because I don't want to deal with that. Because it's just a lot. It's a lot. And people don't understand it. And even if I were to deal with it, I think there's a part of me that even once I deal with it, it's still, like, I know it will never be the same. It just won't. I won't have the relationship with my sisters that I want to have because of how my story is different. And that's what scares me, too. That really scares me tremendously because like, I want to be in their lives like a great little sister. But I know that once I take that step to healing, I know that there's going to be a point where I'm going to take, you know, Lord and take that time to chill with them and do stuff, but I'm not going to be as tight as I could. Because of me trying to make sure that I don't get myself into a bad headspace, And plus, be honest with you, man, I love my life the way it is. I do. I really do. Like, there are some other things that I plan on doing, like traveling and meeting new people and doing stuff. But I feel like, with my life, I feel like, Lord willing, one day, 20 years, 10 years on the road, I feel like I'm going to just always try to do stuff. Like with myself or my kids or my spouse, like between Harry, Franny and Sean and myself, I'm always going to be doing stuff. And I just don't want to disappoint them. Like I just don't want to think that I'm trying to ignore them on purpose. It's not. It's just I love, love doing what I do. And I think that with all these emotions, it pushes me back. A lot of times It's stuff that's going on in my personal life that stops me from doing certain things and I have to heal. But honestly, I'm not healed. I'm not. So I'm going to take some time to make less posts. I mean, make less posts. I'm not on social media and I'm not going to do as many episodes of the show. Um, I can't tell you when I'm going to do it. Like, I really wanted to do it. I thought I could just work my behind off and pretend like everything was okay like just go that's why I was like yo let me just get this book done and no it's gonna be a long time it's gonna be a lot of work and I'm sorry you guys I apologize but it's going to be a lot of work because I have to work on me first I have to take time for my mental health even if it might be another month before you hear another episode or two months before you hear another episode but I'm not gonna keep you tuned out too long I'm gonna check in with you guys because like I said you are my family like like I would check in with my sisters but I'm gonna just take care of that so I'm gonna close out the episode in the next section and I definitely will talk to you guys later after you know the drizzle so yeah look forward to that What is good? And we're back. And of course, it is LaToya Justice Shari. And I'm super excited more than Campbell's to have done this episode and giving you this message today. But unfortunately, we are ending the episode. I know this episode wasn't structured how I really wanted it to be structured. And I'm still working on a lot of things. That's why I have not. That's why pretty much every episode that has been going on for the like six or seven months has been bonus episodes. Because I have not really been in like the right headspace to get stuff together. Plus I've been working on a ton of different projects, which have been going to a halt because like I said in the last section of this episode is I've been working on my mental. There have been so many things going on that I have to get myself together because honestly, I have to get together so I can move forward and be happy. My goal is not to just be in a place where I got to prove somebody wrong or where I have to go and pretend like everything's okay like my goal is to be happy healthy and successful and have my family be straight and so before I do anything I have to take care of me and treat myself to self-loving so like I said before I don't know when I will post the next episode I don't want to lie to you and say I'll post another one this week or this month, or even this year, because this year is about to end. (laughs) I mean, it's literally about to end in like a month and some change. So instead of saying that, I will say to you, as soon as I get to a point where I can have a little bit of wiggle room or I feel where I can post an episode, I will. Once I get completely healthy enough to where I feel like I can, can, I'm not going to say completely healthy enough, but healthy enough where I have a better mental state and I can just go through the episodes, I will start posting, um, four days a week. That's my goal. Well, I'll start off with three days a week and see how that goes. And then I'll go to four and then I'll go to five and no more than five because I don't want to overwhelm myself because I do have YouTube channels and <sighs> truthfully, first and foremost, I have kids. I have kids who need me with their education and I have my mental health to take care of and I have a spouse. I have a spouse who needs me and needs my time and I don't want to like overwhelm myself. I don't want to cause chaos, stress or drama on any levels of my family's life. And I don't want to have my podcasting, YouTube, blogger family messed up. I have been working on music and working on my book and all these other things and I'm putting that stuff on hold for right now. Even though I might be, you know, doing some stuff in the background. I'm not really advertising all that. If you catch it, catch it. But I'm not really advertising that stuff right now. I'm just working on the stuff because I'm trying to figure out who I am. So I'm just creating a lot of stuff and I'm not really gonna talk about when the book is going to come out because first I have to take care of this stuff first and we come up become more organized with this stuff once I get in a healthier mental space and then have created a schedule for everything where it's realistic and I can still do what I need to do with the kids and my spouse and all my creative ventures and my business entrepreneurial space. And once I start going back to work, get everything good. So, yes, that part. So. Yes, and I haven't been posting on social media, so it'll be a while before I do that. Um, Because like I said, I can't even look at my family's pictures without breaking into tears and freaking out for the whole night. So it's going to be a while. I'm going to take some time for me. Um, And I want to let y'all know because it may be a month, it may be two months, it may be three months, it may be four months, it may be five months before I post another uh, episode. But I did want to let you know, That my goal is to at least get one more episode for this year. Which will be a end of year New Year's slash Christmas episode. That will be my goal at least. So I can close out season three. And when next year starts we will go into season four. Season four darlings. So hopefully I will get that in. If I can get this one or two more episodes I would be happy for this year. So yes. That part. So until then. Remember, you guys, if you love what you have, you have everything you need. Until next time, you guys, remember to wrap it up with a face mask. Be safe. Smooches. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Point 2 Point 2 FM Walls Talking Podcast with your host, Latoya Justice Shari, and your co-host, king Nas, we appreciate you listening and we heart you fans but don't forget to check out the instagram point two point two walls talking podcast and our twitter twitter lady, lady. You. peace until next time